going on, everybody? Welcome to the Work Rate Podcast. This is our AEW. What episode was it this week? Uh, I think it was just a normal one, wasn't it? Regular ass. Uh, <laughs> you. Um, I'm Mike Fenn, and joined as always by Brad. Brad, how you doing? I am hot, but excellent. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. Uh, also hot. Um, also excellent. I I've got some new patches today, which is exciting. So I'm maybe going to be doing some uh, sewing later tonight. We'll see. Nice. That's always fun. Um, it's funny. I have a mirror in the bathroom. I set up my vest. I put it around the big like it's like the full body mirror. Mm-hmm. I drape it over top of it, and I sit in a chair in the bathroom, and I sew like that because <laughs> I guess that's how fashion designers do it. Mm-hmm. Like they they have like their their um i guess mannequin or their bust or whatever and mm-hmm. they're like sewing on yeah like the thing that's standing it's so much easier that way than hunched Anyways, over a table sewing my my back still hurts like shit but mm-hmm. um but it's oh did you hear that dog bark uh no i did not no all right well there are there are a couple dogs running around here so uh i'm still uh i still am boarding a dog hmm. one of my neighbor's dogs so he's uh he's running around doing some stuff i think he just i don't know there might have been a confrontation between the two dogs upstairs like <laughs> one of them didn't sound very happy they they don't bark often so when they bark it it's, uh, means something happened mm-hmm. anyways i'm good i am uh yeah let's get into it um what the news this week i mean Triple H went in and had, uh, from by all accounts, um, from what people say, an excellent first episode of Raw. Yeah, I watched the first hour. It was good. Um, it still feels like Raw, but that's just because of the TV direction. Like they got to get rid of Kevin yeah, Dunn. Yeah, I, I can't. I I can't even give it a, sh- a shot until mm-hmm. they change their uh, how they shoot it. It's yeah. obnoxious to me. I can't do it. Mm-hmm. The bright lights is already. A bit of a turnoff for me, mm-hmm. and then if with the with the hyper cutting all the time with every punch needs mm-hmm. a cut. No, I can't. I can't yeah. do it. But it, you know they they had like a really good match with a really cool finish where uh, Mustafa Ali did a four fifty and AJ Styles caught him into a Styles class. Styles class. I did so see that. Like that the really matches cool. sounded good. The mm-hmm. angles sounded good. Mm-hmm. The promos it's... sounded good. Mm-hmm. Sounds like everyone's happy. Um, yes. Triple H went in there. He brought out, well, he did it at SummerSlam, but he, he got Io Shirai. I don't care what her name is now. I'm still calling her Io Shirai. Yeah. Um, he and brought Dakota back, um, oh, what's her Dakota name? Kai. With Dakota Kai with the kicks. Mm-hmm. Um, brought back Dakota Kai. It sounds like he's bringing back uh, Sasha and Naomi. Mm-hmm. Like he's he's doing I, it. I just saw right before we started that he's trying to bring uh, Killer Cross and Scarlet back, which but is Karen interesting. Is, is That's an interesting movie. one because mm-hmm. he had Carrion Cross in NXT, and it was bad. Mm-hmm. He didn't even do a good job in NXT with him when it was Triple H. Do people turned on Carrion Cross? They did not yeah. like him. Yeah, the, the thing I remember is just Adam Cole cutting him down. <laughs> hard yeah. like i don't know how you recover from that <laughs> i mean luckily that was on nxt and not mm-hmm. most of the wwe fan base didn't see it yeah so that's the good thing we saw it mm-hmm. because we're online mm-hmm. we're we're super online wrestling fans mm-hmm. but fuck like i don't know triple h had him already mm-hmm. i guess this is uh round two like a, a do-over because they had him and he made him a super monster. He put the belt on him, had him beat everybody and nobody liked it. Mm-hmm. People were all saying it was shit. That's when people were leaving before mm-hmm. Triple H left the program. Mm-hmm. People were stopping. People were starting to not watch the show because they didn't like it. They mm-hmm. didn't like carrying cross. So it's interesting that that's who he's bringing back. When I saw this, I was like, Oh, is he bringing back uh, Wyndham? 
Mm-hmm. And then Rotunda. I was like, oh, that I was like, really? Carrying Cross? Yeah. That seems. Okay. I mean, he obviously liked him. Yeah. Maybe they can Good. do something with him this time around. His, he had a cool entrance. I'll give him that before he went up to main roster. Yeah. It just didn't translate well. I don't know. Whatever they were doing with him. Because people seem to receive him better in Impact than they did in NXT. Yeah. It was also, I wonder, because he changed his style up a lot. I know in Impact, in like when he was in Mexico and stuff, he's a lot more ground-based. Yes. And they try to make him a big power guy, and I don't think he was very comfortable doing that type of stuff. He's a legit shooter. Mm-hmm. Like he's yeah, he a le- he's a legit MMA badass. So do that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, maybe whenever they bring him back, they can just have him focus on that and not be a big power guy. Because he's a big I mean, dude, but he he's not a, really a power wrestler. He's more of a striker. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like he he's a striker. He can do like uh, blood sport type stuff. Mm-hmm. He can be. He could be Shayna Baszler for the for the men's division, and that's all they have to do. They've already done it with Baszler. Just do it with him. It's, mm-hmm. I don't know. It's weird. Yeah, I don't know why they. Yeah, uh... they're. It was. It was. I watched the first hour. It was a good first hour, but like I said, the camera cuts and stuff. It's like if I watch WWE all the time, I probably get used to it. But like not watching it all the time, and then when I go to watch it, I'm like, this is nauseating. <laughs> yeah, the thing. I'm not watching five hours of wrestling a week. Mm-hmm. I'm just not going to do it. Yeah. So I'd rather just watch the show that I'm invested in, and all literally all of my favorites are on that show. Mm-hmm. I'm just going to watch that. Yeah, yeah. But I'm happy it's good. Yeah, I yeah. want it, it to be good. It, it being good only helps out the industry as a whole because you know yeah. they're, they're the biggest name in town. So it means that, good. like, if I can like, oh, Kevin Owens actually had a banger. Oh, mm-hmm. Sami Zayn actually had a banger. Then okay, cool. Mm-hmm. I'll I'll watch those matches. Yeah. Whereas before, I was like, I don't even want to watch it because mm-hmm. it's, it's Kevin Owens light. Yeah. Sa- yeah. Sami Zayn light, and it's with the uh, with the camera cuts and everything. I just mm-hmm. I'm not I'm not here for it. But yeah. we'll see. It's like, are there still banned moves? Are there? Are they? Is it still going to be a sanitized version of wrestling? In that well, respect? yeah, because on that same. Note, I saw today also that they, they can say wrestling and wrestler now, so that's cool. Yeah, then, good. But I saw he went stupid stuff. Yeah, he went on um whichever Paul brother works for WWE now, Logan Paul, Jake Paul, I yes. don't know the difference. Whichever Triple H was on that podcast and they're still doing the WWE revisionist history thing where he said that before Vince McMahon got involved, uh wrestling was just done in small dingy bars, but just totally Guys. discounting the whole NWA and like George Hackman. NWA Japan, yeah, fucking Japan, Mexico, Mexico, where it's huge. Like, <laughs> like, still, probably the biggest wrestling events of all time have been in Japan. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Rickadojan, man. Mm-hmm. Like <laughs> the WWE has not touched that. Sorry, mm-hmm. maybe they did with Hogan and uh, Hogan and Andre the Giant, but other than that, not not to that level. Yeah, like that's it's like you can't you can't say that shit. It's stupid mm-hmm. and it's annoying. Yeah. And he knows better because he yeah. went out and brought in all the Japanese talent. Mm-hmm. He knows. Yeah, he knows. But he's he's still a company man, so he's still got. And stuff also, dude, you wrestled in WCW. <laughs> <laughs> you were there mm-hmm. not for very long, but you were there. Mm-hmm. You were signed. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, it's it's dumb, but yeah, company man. And that's the thing. It's like he's still a McMahon. Yeah. So by marriage, grain of salt. Mm-hmm. They still. I'm taking everything with a grain of salt right now. They still have the relationship with the Saudis. They still. I mean, they still brought Kane out at SummerSlam. So. Yeah. Well, that's the thing. It's like it's like oh, it's different. Like oh, you brought out a bigot. Mm-hmm. Okay. Like I get he's from there, but do you have? I don't. Can, I don't care. You can bring out Jeff Jarrett. He's from there too. <laughs> well, Jeff Jarrett was busy. Yeah. Well, he was at the pay per view. He refed a match at that pay per view. Oh, was he? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, he had a busy weekend. Mm-hmm. Or was that the week before? No, it was. It was the night after SummerSlam. The Ric Flair. I never. I didn't watch that. No, neither did I. I saw the 
the footage where he tells uh, Andrade that he passed out, which is <laughs> scary. Yeah, he mouths to him from the ground. I passed out. I'm like, oh my god! He, well, he this like man a... almost died in the ring. Yeah, he tried to pull a Randy the Ram. Uh, but yeah, yeah, yep, yeah. It's just, <laughs> just crazy, crazy, crazy <sighs> shit, crazy shit, crazy shit. Um, G one's going strong. I've been watching. I haven't watched everything. I've been watching some matches. My Zack Saber Junior. I think is probably my wrestler of the G one. He's like every match he has is just so captivating. But he's really good in tournaments. Yes, so, he is. And New Japan knows that because they always have a really strong in the tournaments. Mm-hmm. But him and Tanahashi had a match, and by the end, because I still don't think they're allowed to yell and stuff, but the crowd just said "fuck it" and they were yelling and screaming and stuff by the end of the match for roll-ups. Like that's how invested they were into the match. <laughs> I love Japanese fans, man. Mm-hmm. This is where I would love to have an AEW show in Japan. Mm-hmm. I'm fascinated how the uh, Japanese fans would react. Absolutely fascinated. Because mm-hmm. they just they just appreciate some things that people don't. Yeah. And they also don't turn on people in the same way. No, they don't. <laughs> American fans are really fucking weird. As soon as somebody gets a push, fans turn on. Mm-hmm. And they're like, well, my guy's not getting a push. What about my guy? And then as soon as that guy's like, oh, what about this guy? Why isn't yeah, he yeah. getting it? Not everyone can get a push. God damn. Yeah. If you um, were an old school Ring of Honor fan, that was like my biggest problem with Ring of Honor fans back in the day is like they want this guy to get the push and then Ring of Honor would give it to him and then they'd hate him. Like it happened with Tyler Black before he went to WWF or WWE and became Seth Rollins. It happened with Kevin Steen the first time. It happened with like everyone. Anytime anyone would get a push, like the, the fans there would immediately turn on him. Yeah. AEW fans. I mean, it's funny because I don't see it. I'm told that this happens. I'm told that some people were uh, negative on Daniel Garcia getting his push. And I'm like, uh, he's amazing. Mm-hmm. And it's like. He beat Danielson like, and Danielson's not hurt at all by a loss to Garcia. Yeah. It's like, it's, when it's, Yuta was getting it, it was, what about Garcia? And then when mm-hmm. Garcia's getting it, it's, what about Moriarty? And then when. Hobbs hit Starks. It's like, how are you gonna do Hobbs like, or how are you gonna do Starks like that? And just like, guys, it's a fucking store. Just holy shit! Mm-hmm. <laughs> you gotta, you gotta let some things play out. I know that's like a meme online for wrestling is let it play out, but some things you really do have to let it play out. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, my God, can you not see that they've strapped the rocket to Ricky Starks? Oh yeah, and Hobbs at the same time. Yeah. Yeah, and we'll get into that with Hobbs on this mm-hmm. one. Holy shit! But uh, let's start with the opening match: Orange Cassie versus Jay Lethal. A little bit of a eh for me in terms of the feud or the match. Like, I don't care. Yeah, well, I think they're doing the thing because Wardlow's coming out. I think it's because they had the match. It is. How many weeks ago did Wardlow and Orange Cassidy have the match? Three weeks I, ago. I can't remember, but he earned his respect. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He got his respect from it, and so now he's looking after him. So I get that. Yeah, Jay yeah. Lethal's feuding with Wardlow. I understand that. <laughs> but yeah, it's uh when I saw this was the opener, it's just like, oh I don't care about Jay Lethal. And that's because of his extracurriculars. <laughs> um he's I great in the it. ring. His yeah, matches I, are always phenomenal. If I can so, just see more Sanjay Dutt, though, I'm always happy. So I Sanjay's guess. great, and I like I like this faction. It's funny. This mm-hmm. faction amuses me. Yeah. Um, I wish it wasn't Jay Lethal, but whatever. It is what it is. Um, he at least he can work. He's very yeah. good in the ring. Mm-hmm. Um, the storytelling in this match was great. Great effective limb work. Um, Jay Lethal worked the leg all match long. Um, which was really you know, good. It you know what I love about that too is that they worked a limb the whole time. It's because you know Orange Cassidy detractors. He had a, like an old school match. Yeah, and I had to piss off the people that hate Orange Cassidy. <laughs> oh, I'm sure. Yeah, he. Um... Yeah, it was really good. He couldn't do his orange punch. He couldn't. He couldn't get any of his moves off, which was mm-hmm. really nice. And he kept going for them, and it kept not working. Um, he did eventually hit like a 
no armed fucking air raid crash, which was cool. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't know how he did that. Yeah, he like because Jay Lethal tried to get him in some move, and then like I seriously glanced away for a second, and then he had him in the air raid crash. It's like what? The, I don't even know what happened there, but that was cool. <laughs> Yeah, but my favorite was the finish to the match where Lethal super kicked the knee mm-hmm. of uh, of Orange Cassidy. I loved it. And then hit him with the lethal injection because he couldn't get out of the way because yeah. the lethal injection just fucking stepped to the side, man. Yeah. Take a step back, take a step forward. But he couldn't move at that time mm-hmm. because he super kicked him in the injured in the injured knee. I loved it. It was really well done. Um, yeah. Jay Lethal the- has had some of the best finishes in AEW. That mm-hmm. one that he had with Ricky Starks. Yeah, where he, where went he for did the, the lethal, lethal injection, injection yeah. into the Rochambeau. Holy yeah, that was awesome. Fuck, that was good. Yeah. We got to see the best friends day de- uh well AEW debut with the world's tallest wrestler. You've been telling me about that. I'm <laughs> yeah. glad I finally got to see it. Yeah. Yeah. I think they said online that it hadn't been seen since PW one of the PWG shows in like twenty fifteen or something like that. So it's been a long time. That's great. I didn't even pick up on it at the time, but then I saw <laughs> afterwards someone did a drawing of it yeah. and said, uh, for the first time in AEW, the world's tallest man. I was like, oh <laughs> shit, right. Yeah. Brad was telling me about this. Um, yeah, after the match, um, uh, they continue the beat down. Um, they say that they're going to rip off Orange Cassidy's leg if Wardlow doesn't come out. Um, the three of them are beating him down Sanjay and Satnam Singh. This brings out the best friends in the not not in the trench coat at this yeah, point. Yeah, they did come out but, in the trench coat, yeah. But also Wardlow and chases them away. He says that this is this is Wardlow's world, which I still find so funny. Because mm-hmm. I need to uh, say like it's, party time excellent, whatever he says. Yeah, it's, it's like Wario's world Wario World. Yeah. Like Bobby's world. It's just funny. Mm-hmm. It makes me happy. And uh where he says that we're getting this match at uh, Battle of the Belts, so that's Which I didn't even realize Battle of the Belts was this weekend until they started hyping it. I was like, oh, because I knew they had already announced Claudio versus uh, Takashita, but I just, I just didn't realize it was this weekend until they started hyping it up. Yeah, I like, oh. I, I'm not going to be able to watch it this weekend. I might watch it. I'm bad at watching something if I've missed it. I'm mm-hmm. not good at going back and watching it because yeah. they they're just making that harder and harder to do. Mm-hmm. It shouldn't be so hard. I mean, in order to watch it, I have to put it on my computer anyways. I should be able to go back and watch a pe- previous episode, but whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so that's that's cool. There's they're building up uh, building up matches more for this week than they are for the pay per views. That's interesting. Um, I think after next week, because it's Quake of the Lake. Is a special episode, right? Yes, I think after that, I still love that name. Yeah, I do too. I think after that, that's when they'll really start going in for yeah, all that. That type of thing has some detractors. Like some people, they're like, "Oh, there's not enough matches," and we say that every time. And every time we're hyped for the pay per view, so I'm I'm cool with it. Mm-hmm. Um, we got a lot of story development in the next segment. That was. Adam Cole coming out with the Undisputed Elite. He says that the Undisputed Elite is about friendship, it's about talent, it's about loyalty. He says, with that being said, obviously he's still not medically cleared. Kyle O'Reilly's still not medically cleared. So with that being said, the Bucks, you're not gonna you're not gonna enter the trios tournament with Bobby Fish, so you guys you guys won't be entering it. And mm-hmm. they say, what? No, no, we can enter it. He said, oh, sorry, you you misunderstood me. You will not be physically capable of, en- <laughs> of entering it. And then Bobby Fish grabs Nick Jackson and then fucking head kicks him, which was brutal. Mm-hmm. Um, Matt Jackson gets jumped from behind by the two guys. So I... I think they are medically clear. Yeah, I think so. What, once they got physical, I was like, oh, they're totally medically cleared. <laughs> yeah, they were, and then they were going to pilmanize uh, Matt Jackson's leg. And I no, thought, it was his head. They had it wrapped around his head. <laughs> right. They were going to hit him with the Panama Sunrise, which <laughs> would have been... I don't even know how you Panama Sunrise a guy with a chair around his yeah, head. Yeah, I don't know. It would look gnarly as hell, though, if they would have. 
but uh, I was like, ooh, is it going to be Kenny? Is it going to be Kenny? It was not. It was Hangman coming out looking like a gay icon yeah. in, in the tight white shirt and the, the fucking... The butterfly jeans. Butterfly jeans looking and a fucking awesome. pipe. <laughs> I was like, oh my god, Judas Priest out here, mm-hmm. like running out here and yeah, he, he chases them away. He gets huge cowboy shit chants. Mm-hmm. Hangman's back with this right here. Hangman is back. Yeah. Um, yeah. The Hung Bucks are back. Wasn't that their name in Ring of Honor? The Hung Bucks when they were a trio? <laughs> but, really? I didn't know that. That's yeah, so I funny. Yeah, I think that was their nickname, the Hung Bucks. But also, when before uh, we got to bring this up, before... Um, at, or before Hangman ran out, when the Bucks are getting beat down, they cut to some kid bawling oh, yeah. his eyes out in the crowd, which is just... I mean, it sucks for the kid being so upset, but it's also awesome that he's so invested in it that he's that upset. Well, it's a great, uh, it's a great visual. And then mm-hmm. the, the, the father tweeted again later. He said, he, he's recovered. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> and he was sitting there smiling. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, he said he, he's happy now that, uh, now that Hangman saved them. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, I still don't think Hangman is going to be with the Bucks. I still think that the Bucks are going to try and approach Hangman, and mm-hmm. he's going to have already said yes to the Dark Order. I can see that. And then Kenny arrives on the scene. Mm-hmm. How that happens, I don't know. I truly do believe that uh, this is happening because Kenny's back. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I say you that thing i think it was last week's bt or maybe it's this week's where adam cole's wearing a one-winged angel sephiroth shirt so it's like they keep dropping little hints like that absolutely <laughs> um oh you know what um first of all turn down your mic a little bit because i'm he- hearing myself just a touch i don't know if that's something that's even getting picked up in, mm-hmm. the, in the audio but who knows um speaking of kenny the game's coming Oh yeah, yeah. We should. That's, we completely did forget. We forgot about that. Have they, yes, we did they did. actually have a date? I know there's like a showcase coming up. There's soon. a there's there's a placeholder. Um, <laughs> I'm going to uh, pull up. I have. Yeah, they. I know a trailer leaked, and then they add an actual teaser. So and I do the the teaser with uh, uh, Britt Baker and Tony Schiavone was very funny. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I like that because the teaser was for mini games in it. So it's not just a straight up wrestling game. They have like Mario Party style mini games, or it looked like yes, they had a home run yes. derby. It's something to do with casino chips stuff. So if you don't want to wrestle one day, you could just do all the fun mini games. It looks like they're putting in there too. And it looks very GameCube style. Like not yes, like, like graphic it. quality, but just style. Like it reminds me of mm-hmm. WWE Day of Reckoning, which is okay with me because that game ruled okay so i have I... oh we got some more AEW news as well there's there a little bit of stuff happened this week sorry i'm looking through my emails because i got uh, i got a couple press releases um hmm. let's talk about this one first which is which is the game um so just mm-hmm. gonna pause do a quick pause for some news um so i have the uh the Features as said by AEW in the press release is match types, singles matches, tag team matches, three-way, four-way, ladder match, casino battle royale, that'll be fun, falls mm-hmm. count anywhere, unsanctioned lights out match, which allows use of weapons, exploding barbed wire death matches, intergender <laughs> matches, we know that's happening because of the trailers. Yeah. Career mode, which I'm excited for, that's where Kenny's biggest focus was. Oh, cool! And I'm excited for that because that's really is what uh, what I used to play in the No Mercy games, mm-hmm. or in the old WWE games. Wide range of cos- customization modes, including custom wrestlers, attire and appearance, custom move sets, custom entrances, custom teams, custom arenas, which is very interesting. I didn't think they would have that. Mm-hmm. Online multiplayer and leaderboards, and then yeah, so that's cool. I... Um, it's doesn't say oh, the right. release date. They still don't have that yet. Yeah, because the placeholders for like the end of the year, right? December. Yes, and I think they're they're trying to get it out for holiday. So. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. But I saw something. I don't know. It wasn't like on the official channels, but it said something like 
the battle royales online, you can have up to 30 players, like actual players. Online, yeah, no, I, I, I did. <laughs> I went to THQ Nordic because I wanted to see if I could pre-order this game. Mm-hmm. Not that it really matters because I'm probably just going to get it dig- digitally. I was just thought like maybe I'll get some extra shit. Um, but uh, it said uh, it said 30 player online. Mm-hmm. I was like, holy moly, that's yeah. that's kind of awesome. If it so works. you're just one that, person. That kind of stuff is tough to make work you're one person in the uh so there would be like a queue of people Mm -hmm. coming in that'd Um, be fun that that's kind of amazing Mm -hmm. i like that so it's sort of like a battle royale it is an actual battle royale it's battle royale in the new sense like video games yeah (laughs) which is fun so 30 men drop into a ring yeah and the other thing was the uh the promotions of all those people getting promoted to the uh, tele-relations. Oh, yeah. mm-hmm. So we got Sanjay Dutt, QT Marshall, Pat Buck, and Tony Schiavone all getting promotions. Mm-hmm. And we got Madison Rain being hired as both uh, a backstage consultant and coach of the women, which is amazing, and also a an on-air wrestling talent. Mm-hmm. She is uh, wrestling tonight. On Rampage. So that's crazy because that's a really good thing because the women needed an advocate. Mm -hmm. Like badly, they needed an advocate, someone to really go to bat for them. Like an actual woman going to bat for them as opposed to like, yes, Dustin Rhodes is coaching them, but they're not Mm -hmm. on the air and he's not a he's not an executive. So Mm -hmm. it doesn't really help. Yeah. And she's. She's a veteran and she has a lot of respect in the industry. So that Yeah, that she was out. a she was a top person in the industry. She was a top fate or a top uh top of the card woman in the wrestling industry for as long as anybody else. Mm-hmm. For sure. It just wasn't in WWE. It was mm-hmm. in Impact and it was in Ring of Honor. It was in Shimmer. Yeah. Yeah. She's she definitely and it, it I mean we'll get to it here in a little bit, but it already paid dividends because the women's match this week was match of the night and was amazing yeah yeah it was really good mm-hmm. very very good so yeah now that we've gone back and uh i've gone back through my emails to <laughs> to pull that stuff out and so those people have specific roles as well like uh i'm not going to go into them but they have different roles it's not just like they're now on talent relations they they do specific things and this was needed because mm-hmm. people many or a few times talents had said that they haven't i haven't talked to tony i don't know what's going on yada 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 and these are mm-hmm. all people that have left yep janella said it uh marco stunt said it um who was the last person who said it also uh, left uh, oh gresham yeah gresham said it mm-hmm. as well so yeah needed very needed because they were obviously spread too thin yeah for sure one man cannot do it all especially with the company no. as big as AEW. His his focus is not a is not only AEW too. He runs mm-hmm. he helps run two other sports like legit yep. sports franchises and Ring of Honor. So mm-hmm. I don't know when Tony sleeps, and That's what he can't be doing for. his best <laughs> job at any of these things if his mind is so scattered. Mm-hmm. I still believe that. I don't know how he does it. I think he's going to have to relinquish some of those duties. Yeah, I bet if AEW and like Ring of Honor keep doing as well as they are, he may step back from the NFL and ML. And it's not MLS; it's actually Premier League, isn't it? That it, it, it well, that. it's it's English soccer. So mm-hmm. sometimes they drop out of the Premier League, and sometimes like they they. Uh, it's like if you lose a bunch, right? You're out of Premier League, right? Yeah, no, like you're out of the like the top tier. Mm-hmm. Um, I can't remember how it is, but you get relegated essentially. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah yeah so interesting stuff okay mm-hmm. back to the uh back to the wrestling we watched on wednesday speaking of women's division they out of their normal time slot which was awesome i was so, I was so excited they gave them 20 minutes too so that helped a lot yeah this was thunderstorm versus brit and hater and you might be on to something here um well yeah i think you might be on to something here with it being a four-way yeah, because I think it's going to be a three way, but you might be onto something with the four way based off of who got the pin. Mm-hmm. When 
I, I cheered. I was so happy when I saw this and the crowd explode credit to the kudos to the crowd. The crowd was amazing. Yeah. That episode. Cause it wasn't like an all timer dynamite in terms of the card, mm-hmm. but they were, they were into everything. They were into everything. They were into this match. We got, this is awesome chance. And this was awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, this match was great. It was hard hitting. Everything was clicking. Um, it was just well put together, which the women's matches aren't always. Um, Thunderstorm was working well together. The Avalanche air raid crash was fucking brutal. Mm. Um, yes. And then the finish I loved where they, they were doing the, the tandem uh, drop kicks in the corner and the hip attacks at the same time. Mm-hmm. That was Thunderstorm. And then and then uh, friggin' Storms just says, I'm just going to do it back and forth like I'm Rocky Romero. Just boom, yeah. hip attack, hip attack, hip attack, mm-hmm. hip attack. And I was like, how do you not have concussions? And then the last one, Thunder Rosa gets pulled in and she gets hit with the hip attack. With the hip attack. And I'm like, here it is. This is how you start setting it up. Mm-hmm. That's the first uh, That's the first shoe to drop. And then uh, fucking Tony Storm turns around and gets hit by the clothesline from hell from Jamie Hayter. Mm-hmm. Just obliterated. Jamie Hayter gets the clean win. The clean win over Tony Storm. I loved it. I loved it. Because you would think she's the one getting pinned. Yep. And she's the one doing the pinning. Yes. Which awesome. Great continues stuff. the last week, the role they were on of setting up younger talent. I mean, yes. Tony Storm and Britt Baker, I don't even think Thunder Rosa is that old. Like when I say younger talent, I just mean newer talent because Jamie Hayter's the freshest out of all the people in this match. Yeah, probably. It's funny, like freshest, but probably has the most experience. Yeah. Well, I mean, Tony Storm's been wrestling for a long time, too. She's only like yes. 24. Yeah, th- Her, those two are yeah. probably probably started quite young. Um, yeah, really cool. I, I love that match. I can't wait to see what happens there. You're thinking four-way. I'm still thinking three-way. It could be a three-way because Hayter gets a title shot tomorrow at Battle of the Belts against Thunder Rosa for getting the pin mm. Wednesday. So... It could just be a three-way. I just think a four-way would be cool. That way, Hater gets a pay-per-view match. Yes, and I want to see. I want to see as much Hater as possible because I, I do think she is top two best woman in the company. Mm-hmm. Like I think it's Hater. Well, top three would be, I think, in no order: Hater, Athena, and Tony Storm. Yeah, I think those are the top. The top people. Speaking of Athena, she was on um, what's their podcast? Unrestricted. Yes, she was. She's really good. She's funny. That's good to hear. I will mm-hmm. listen to it. I haven't listened to it in a while, but I they haven't had people. I about it. Yeah, they haven't had. They haven't had people. I really no disrespect to the people they've had on that I really wanted to listen to. So, but I saw Athena was on today. They had so Sanjay like, oh, Tut on that. recently. Yeah, I listened to that one. That one was really good. Okay, so next we have fucking Powerhouse Hobbs coming out to God's entrance. Oh gosh, yeah, he got the Cody entrance and he got the Cody entrance, man. Not the Cody Vader. They don't do that anymore, but they use the fucking the inverted wedding cake mm-hmm. thing lifts up and he got the smoke and everything and he's got like his arms out. He's kneeling. I was like, "Oh my god. Mm-hmm. This man's going to have a belt soon." Yeah. And he goes out there and just fucking destroys whoever this man was. Yeah, the, I the missed match the finish. Was, us talking about fast. it right here is was faster or longer than the match. <laughs> yeah, it, it, it ended quick. And I think mm-hmm. it was even a finish that they're like, I don't even know what that was. Yeah. <laughs> I think the announcer said that. Like, what was that? I don't know. But then did Starks' music hit? His music hit, and then they had a cameraman set up to get his entrance, but he he ran so fast. No, he just ran so fast, the cameraman didn't pick him up. Yeah, he runs into the (laughs) ring. He's throwing hands like he's the fucking rock, which Mm -hmm. I loved. 
uh, like when the rock would charge the ring. And then he just gets planted mm-hmm. with the spine buster. And they said, oh, Ricky, you got overzealous. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, this is great. This is so good. Yeah, and Hobbs I just leaves. This. Doesn't even continue the beatdown. Just spine buster. I was like, yeah, I could do that to you, bro. And they just walked off. Because when Ricky Starch, Starks eventually beats Hobbs, the crowd is going to explode. Because mm-hmm. they exploded when he hit the ring. Yeah. And I heard um, this past weekend at, what do they call it, StarCast or whatever, at the Ric Flair thing, mm-hmm. Ricky Starks had one of the longer lines, and that was like including with like Danielson and people being there. So people are excited for Ricky Starks. They know what they have there, man. They mm-hmm. know what they have. He He's a special, special talent. Mm-hmm. His, his promo skills are unparalleled. Yes. And the crazy thing is, He's not that confident in them. That's, or like he's nervous about them. Do you remember nuts. the do you remember the first episode mm-hmm. of that uh Cody Rhodes show? Uh-huh. That ill-fated Cody Rhodes show. Mm-hmm. Um they uh had him talking to Ricky Starks in the back before one of his promos, which was incredible. The promo was incredible. But he was so nervous and he didn't know what he was doing and he wanted to run his lines. And Cody had to like give him a pep talk and be like, no, you can do this. Don't be anxious. <laughs> you got this. And I was like, holy shit. Like, cause Ricky Starks comes out with his character has so much confidence. Yeah. But he didn't have confidence. And we've heard that about MJF as well. He's similar like that in the back always mm-hmm. asking people how was it was i good was it this yeah. was it that and that's where some of the stuff with mjf is uh it's interesting because he could really be taking everything that personally mm-hmm. and being he could be that upset because what they've said is that he does take everything personally and he does get upset with his own work yeah. and he critiques himself hard. He's really hard on himself. So if he felt disrespected or he was emotional in any way, this could be legitimate. I still think it's a work. I think so too. But it's interesting how, uh, how young you realize you forget how young these guys are. Yeah. Like they're just starting in this industry and they're being thrust into the very, top of the mm-hmm. of the business yeah but they're they very don't, they don't show it once they come out of the curtain though which is good speaking of behind the curtain uh, we had eddie kingston back there first we had sammy guevara talking about his wedding and then or like they're doing like a montage of his of his wedding and then you hear eddie kingston over top of the montage going get the shit what the fuck's yeah. going on i'm not yeah. here for this i'm here this to is fight a wrestling a show this is a wrestling show He's like, this is a wrestling show. I want to fight him. Why isn't he here? When you get back from your honeymoon, I'm going to kick your ass. It's great. He's like, yeah, I so- said, I signed the contract. I sent it to your house. We're having a match at All Out. And I'm like, okay, cool. Yeah, so this is the first match announced for All Out. It is. And uh, I'm good with it. Mm-hmm. This will be a fun one because the contrast of styles is immense. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. The- it's huge on this one. Kingston is going to release German suplex him all over the ring. Oh yeah, Sammy's getting suplexed on hell. <laughs> yeah. Sammy may not make it out of this match. Mm-hmm. That man's going to be flipping onto his head. Um, I'm excited. And the next match had the one of the greatest signs in the crowd oh my god <laughs> ever. Yeah. this is christian versus matt hardy and there's a sign in the crowd that said i played this match on wwe no mercy and that's true you mm-hmm. did i did too yeah um i said in our facebook group that uh i would love um uh if this if they brought out the wwf european championship for old time's sake because of this match <laughs> like they feuded over that in the early 2000s yeah, this this was a good match. Um, it's it really the was the second match they've had in AEW now. Mm-hmm. Um, I can't lie, my mind drifted at this point. I don't know why, because it was good. They weren't doing anything bad. It was a good match. Um, Christian got the win. Uh, he hit the unprettier. This uh, did this bring anybody out? Did Jungle Boy come out? Uh, Jungle Boy uh, first. Luchasaurus came out. Still with the hill music and flames and stuff, but he's a face. Yes. 
And then while Christian was distracted by that, Jungle Boy tried to run in and um, sneak attack Christian, but Christian got he out. Ran, he ran in through the crowd, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, okay. With the chair. Yep. Yes, I do remember that. I didn't put that in my notes, but I was like, am I, am I misremembering? Was that the week before? Because he did try that the week before, too, mm-hmm. to come in through the crowd, I believe. But yeah, it's a good match. This uh, is sort of a, a low period for this feud, and not in... I don't mean in a bad way, but they're just sort of well, they showing do. Christian running away repeatedly, which yeah. uh, which they should. But yeah, this well, before the match they had that funny segment where Jungle Boy tried to run over Christian when they were backstage. They did, yeah, that was good. Which I was like, Jungle Boy's from the jungle; he doesn't even have a license. What's he doing? <laughs> yeah, so uh, I'm intrigued with this one. I'm still thinking, like, is Christian going to bring in a? Uh, any backup or is as we said it's going to be the the double turn the double turn i i think it is the double turn personally. i think so i bet though keep luchasaurus on jungle boy's team until the match at the pay-per-view and that yes. that's when the turn happens he'll he'll turn on him during the match or after yep. the match probably during the match probably like at the end yeah near the finish mm-hmm. um yeah then Next thing we had was probably one of the more exciting things for me. And this guy's a viral sensation too. We had uh we had Ethan Page in the ring oh, yeah, doing awesome. his disgruntled Ethan Page thing, which was great. Mm-hmm. Um being like, Why am I not on TV? I should be on TV, blah 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 blah. And the fans are cheering. He's just like, Oh, it's interesting that you're cheering because when I put up a shirt, you don't fucking buy it. Mm-hmm. You're buying an Orange Cassidy, you're buying a CM Punk. CM Punk, you're buying all that stuff. You're not buying my stuff, so I don't want to hear your fucking cheers. And it's like, yeah, this is good. <laughs> this is Speaking awesome. And truth. Stokely Hathaway slowly comes down behind him, and he's standing in the ring, and then Ethan Page turns around and sees him, and he hands Ethan Page his, his business card, and then they walk away together. Yep. And I'm like, holy shit. Okay, so Stokely Hathaway now has Ethan Page and Lee Moriarty. I don't know if the baddies are associated in this. I think I they think... are. They might be doing, it's really old school, but we were in the 80s when Heenan had the Heenan family. Yes. But it was just, he was the manager. They weren't like a real faction. Like he just managed a bunch of different wrestlers. That's what I hope they're doing. I like that. Mm-hmm. No, it's good. And I think, I think he will have a faction. I think, or well, sort I of. mean, the, the baddies are kind of a faction, but I think what you, I know what you mean. Like, I think Lee... Uh, Moriarty and Ethan Page will be a faction because he tweeted a picture of them and then like yeah. it looked like two and then spots. two more spots and yeah. I I think that is going to be Private Party personally that's what I that's what I think too um, I think they work perfectly for for him and with this mm-hmm. group I think it's a perfect fit um, they haven't been on TV in a while mm-hmm. if we did have to have singles guys um, and Helico could be cool. Yeah, because he He'd hasn't be been cool. on in a while. Because yeah. if you're thinking like people who he haven't got that been new on, theme song, if you're thinking like people who haven't been on and are kind of disgruntled, like fucking, imagine Cage, yeah, coming back for this would be interesting because mm-hmm. he's not even really with his group anymore. I don't know why they resigned him. It's weird. Yeah, well, yeah, because now his group's like Tully Blanchard left the company or something, right? Like, because he didn't show yeah, up to the Ring of done. Honor show. Yeah, and they gave it to Prince Nana, which is fucking awesome. If you don't know who Prince Nana is, he's one of the best managers of all time. In like yeah, 2007 or eight, whenever yeah, whenever Obama gave out the uh, stimulus checks here in the states, Prince Nana used his stimulus money to hire a bunch of wrestlers for a stable. It was so funny. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it's, uh, what I was going to say though, speaking of disgruntled and not on TV a lot, what if one of the last people to join? Stokes, Big Stokes group was MJF. Shit. I didn't even <laughs> think about that. Yeah. Um, that would be interesting. That would be interesting, I mean, yeah. MJF There's... doesn't need a manager because MJF could talk his way around anything, but I don't know. Just Stokes. Yeah, there's MJF. so many people. It's like, and it doesn't have, have to be a heel. It could be someone this then turns them heel. Mm-hmm. Like, think of like Sonny Kiss has barely been on TV. You could do Sonny yeah. Kiss. You can do. There's. I still want Sunny Kiss and the Baddies, though. Yes, yeah, Sunny Kiss and the Baddies would be great, but this could be a way to do that, maybe. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, there's there's a 
all kinds of possibilities. Thinking of all these, thinking of who could be potentially disgruntled, maybe Kip Sabian. Yeah. Um, Which it seems like they're setting up Kip Sabian versus Pac. They are setting up Kip Sabian versus Pac. Um, That's a, then that could be, that could be a hint that it could be Kip Sabian. Yeah. I can totally see that match though happening at like the all, is it all in or all out now? I can't, I was getting all out. That like the all out buy in. Yeah, I could see that match happening at the pay per view and or at the buy in, and then maybe Stokely then comes in and hands Kip the card after the yeah. match, potentially, mm-hmm. some something like that. I don't Kip Sabian's not that interesting to me as a wrestler, but him in a group like this is infinitely more interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so I'm excited to see how that how that plays out. Although I do think every faction needs a tag team. Yeah. Because then you inevitably you have one guy who's at the top and then two, two or three guys who don't do anything. We kind of saw that in team Taz. Yeah. Like they could never really all do anything because they're all singles guys. Mm -hmm. And the tag team wasn't going to beat the tag teams. So like Hobbs and Starks weren't going to beat the Bucks. Hobbs and Starks weren't going to beat Red Dragon or any of those guys. Like you're not going to. I did love them as a tag team, and we they also were got... good. They were very good, but they were two singles guys. Yeah, we also got confirmation from Taz himself that Team Taz was done, and I cried a little. I was like that kid in the crowd. Yeah, you posted that kid on Twitter. That was funny. <laughs> um, surprising match: Acclaim versus Ass Boys. This was very good. This was a lot of fun, and um, they did one spot where it was a callback to. Daddy Ass's dumpster match with Mick Foley and Terry Funk. I won't name the other guy in the thing because he's an asshole. But <laughs> uh, oh yeah, fuck that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But they did the the double assisted power bomb into the the trash can, which was a direct spot from that match, which was cool. Yeah, that's great. I I have to say I loved Austin Gunn's outfit in this match. So funny. Mm-hmm. So funny. His stupid little sunglasses when he came out. Mm-hmm. Like the backs of them, they're above your ears. They're above your ears. They're not even <laughs> on your ears. Mm-hmm. I hated that. I was so mad. <laughs> I was like, why are you wearing child sunglasses? Mm-hmm. <laughs> it looks so, this is amazing. This match was Max really Cash's fun. rap was dope. They, yeah. They, I like uh, how he, they beat him down. They beat down the ass boys. And then he's like, now hit my music. And then he did, and then he did a Vince McMahon bar. Yeah, it's yeah. amazing. Um, they they did, had a big mic drop elbow. Um, yeah, through the table, which was amazing. Um, they put the ass boys in the dumpster and then shoved them off the stage. And it was like, I don't care how you padded the inside of that. That would hurt. <laughs> yeah, well, it looked like it flipped and like came open for a second. I was like, oh god. But uh, yeah, I think like Brian Alvarez tweeted that uh, they're fine, so that's good. yeah. Like when they put them in there, I was like, oh, it's probably like all cushy and padded in there. Mm-hmm. And then when it hit and just garbage fell out, I was like, what? yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was like it wasn't just all padding in there. Mm-hmm. Like it, I, I was like, uh, okay, that seems yeah. that's a risky spot, man. Mm-hmm. I love it. They yeah. probably put like seat belts on inside of it. <laughs> yeah, or something. I was thinking, like they had like straps to hold on to or something. Yeah, was, that match. This match was so fun. It really I was. Loved it. I mm-hmm. loved it. And good for these. Good for these two teams because these are two young teams. Yeah. Um, showing a lot of confidence in them. This was the. Was this the main event? No, the main event was uh, Jericho versus Utes. Right. I don't have that on here. That makes sense. Oh no, I do. I have it after the matches for next week. Um. Mm-hmm. Okay, so let's go to the the main event. This was uh, this is Jericho versus Wheeler Yuta. This match was very good, very yeah, very good. It was. Um, Chris Jericho came out with his broken nose and he got flicked in the nose, which that I was loved. hilarious. Like the opening seconds of the match, he flicked him in the nose. Um, Jericho was out there with great counters in this match. Like mm-hmm. he was. Uh, he brought out his counter game, which is leading into the, being the survive, the last survivor of the Heart Dungeon. Mm-hmm. This is good because he was out there uh, 
doing hitting code breakers for as uh as midair counters he he rolled um he rolled into the walls of Jericho like the no he rolled into well first he did roll the the German the German suplexes like the little Eddie Guerreros or no mm-hmm. I guess not Eddie Guerreros I guess they're Germans would be we'll just say Kurt Angle because the other guy yes. I don't really want to mention yeah. <laughs> yeah Kurt Angle he he was doing Yuta does the uh, he hangs on to the German suplexes yeah and he, he did like five times or something he did about he did five lot. of them and then the last one uh, Jericho turned it into the walls of Jericho which was awesome I was like holy shit that's awesome mm-hmm. good job good job Jericho and then the last one, he fucking counters the seatbelt pin into the fucking line tamer. Yeah. And I lost my shit because this is my favorite all-time submission ever. And I don't know why he stopped because it looks so fucking cool. I, I looked it up online because I, I couldn't figure it out either. When he made the transition from WCW where he was wrestling, you know, he's a cruiserweight there, and he's wrestling the smaller guys, and he went to WWF where he wrestled the bigger guys. He couldn't really do the walls of Jericho on the bigger guys because they're too big. Mm-hmm. So he had to transition it to the, the walls of Jericho. Uh, to, yeah. Like, well, that's I don't think he could like, bend, amazing. like Kane and stuff like the way he wanted to for the Lion Tamer. For sure. But he should have like, <laughs> he should have had both. Mm-hmm. For the smaller yeah. guys, you do the Lion Tamer. For the other guys, you do the Walls of Jericho. Because Walls of Jericho is just it's a just a Boston crab. Boston crab. Yeah, <laughs> who gives a fuck about the Boston crab, man? Mm-hmm. We see everybody kick out the Boston crab. Yeah, it's nothing. It's like I don't know. It's weird. Yeah, the Walls um, of Jericho is cool. It's got that torque. Your head's all twisted sideways. He puts oh, his knee in the back of your head. It's phenomenal. Mm-hmm. Like there's no way he shouldn't be using it in AEW because all the guys are smaller anyways. Yeah. Just I wonder. Bring back. Yeah, he probably will. I wonder if he comes out like with the old Lionheart music and stuff next week. I don't remember what the Lionheart music is. I don't either, but I know it's way different than it's like super like eighties kind of rock sound. Oh yeah, he was right. a yeah he was he was a super eighties like rock <laughs> star guy, and I loved it. I loved yeah. everything about it in WCW. It was so good. Yeah. Um, he better do. Remember the little ponytail thing he used to do on top of his hair. Yeah, so that like fountain. He needs to bring that back for next week. That was that was WWE that he did that, right? It was at the very end of his WCW run too. Did he do it in WCW too? When he was transitioning from Lionheart to like uh, the Jericoholics and all that stuff. And okay, okay. What was that fat dude that was his bodyguard? Ralph huh? Rufus or whatever. <laughs> Ralphus or something. Ralphus, yes. It was like when he's feuding with Goldberg. Remember that? Like he had that little feud with Goldberg. Oh yeah, where he got a. Uh, he just fa- I think he just found that guy in the back too. Yep. Yeah, he was like a he's like a truck driver. Like he drove their um, trucks for with the ring in it and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> that, that, that's a that's a funny bit. Uh, he <laughs> talked to he talked to Stone Cold about that. Yeah, in the back. I mean, he kept trying to find the ring. He kept trying to find the the curtain, the ramp. He kept opening it to different areas. He's like, God damn it! And eventually, <laughs> makes it out there. Um, <laughs> Yeah, uh, this match is good. Um, I think the match next week is going to be great with Mox. Yeah, um, their first—I remember their—I liking their first match a lot for the their, title. The their first, first feud was amazing. Yeah. Jericho that first year was phenomenal, mm-hmm. and he kind of lost it a bit. Um, but I think he's he's getting it back. I love um, the JHS stuff though. Like we did talk about the backstage segment with Anna JAS, but I love her just going crazy and choking people now. It's so funny. It is good. It is very good. Um, I might have missed that one. It was, it was a backstage segment. It was her with, um, I don't even know their tag team name anymore, 3.0. But they, <laughs> she was talking like, uh, you will love me and I'm Anna JAS. And she just starts screaming and she just goes and chokes some random guy standing backstage. Like, I love her. Like, she's just on the precipice of a nervous breakdown. <laughs> I like that. That reminds yeah. me of uh, DX when they would... Uh, like when uh, Shawn Michaels was running around super kicking super people. Kick, yeah. Mm-hmm. Super kicked uh, Sean One Spears. One of them was Sean Spears, yeah. <laughs> Did, yeah. What's that guy's name? Or, I don't remember. He's like, it was just, like Doug or something like that. <laughs> that was a good spot. Oh, uh, yeah. It's, uh, very good, very good, very good. I'm, I'm excited for next week. I'm excited for... Uh, 
what's coming. Let's talk about let's talk about next week, or let's talk about uh, tonight. Tonight, tonight's match is got Mance Warner versus John Moxley, which is nuts. That Mance Warner's there, but I guess he won some battle royal at um, the Ric Flair's last show to face John Moxley. Okay, cool. So, um, well, Mance Warner's awesome. And yeah, he is. I'm they, excited. They, they gave him a promo mm-hmm. for AEW, I guess, kind of a road to sort of thing. Yeah. And it's great. He can talk. This man can talk. Yeah, he's great. He, I love Mance Warner. He He's redneck Eddie Kingston. That's exactly I, I need is. Tony Khan to get Leonard Skinner for him, though. Yeah. Oh, for sure. That that might be too expensive, though. <laughs> what is it, what's that song? Is that Southern Man? No, Simple Man. Simple Man, yeah. That song's amazing. It's so long. But I always love his intro in the in the indies. Mm-hmm. When that, when the Simple Man. Mm-hmm. Oh. So good. So good. I'm excited for that one. Um, we got Madison Rain making her in-ring debut. That's going to be amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, not maybe the match won't be amazing, but her being there will be cool. Yeah, um, I imagine it'll probably be a pretty big squash. But <laughs> Swerve in our glory is going to be facing Nice and Woods, Josh Woods, which I think is. Very, I really like that. Me too. I think, I think they said it was like a stipulation match too. I think it's like an ODQ match or something. Like Woods can work. Yeah, <laughs> Woods would be one of the better workers in the company. Like he's he's legit. He's a shooter, man. Mm-hmm. I like him a lot. Um, he's no he's no way to fuck around with. Then yeah. for Battle of the Belts, we have Takashita versus Claudio, which is going to be awesome. That's for the Ring of Honor title. Um, we got no, yeah, that's the Ring of Honor. What the where the fuck is Samoa Joe? Uh, he's filming. Um, he was at the Ring of Honor show. Yes, but he's also filming the. Uh, fuck, I just lost it. It's a DC thing, right? No, uh, well, he does that game. He's doing the game, but no, it's a TV show. It's the game where your cars and you blow shit up. Yeah, sorry, he's Sweet Tooth. Sweet Tooth, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's a uh, Twisted Metal. Yeah, Twisted Metal. He's the body of Sweet Tooth. Okay, so I looked it up. The Keith Lee and Swerve versus Tony Nese and Josh Woods is a street fight. I knew there was some stipulation. That's fucked. Mm-hmm. What? Damn. Yeah. I guess I'm watching that tonight. That's mm-hmm. amazing. And Madison Ray. Rain is taking on Layla Gray. So, okay. I'm sure. Oh, interesting. Jade and stuff will get involved. And, yeah, that. Oh, uh, oh, that's kind of interesting. Madison Rain mm-hmm. versus Jade. Yeah. Ooh, that's fun. Anyways, um, Rosa versus Hater at Battle of the Belts. That's dope. Yeah. Um, then Wardlow versus Jay Lethal. That's fun. Mm-hmm. And then next week we have Darby versus Brody in a coffin match. And they have the coolest fucking face paint for Yeah. The... Brody looks straight out of like the woods of Sweden with his death. Yeah, Brody's got the <laughs> the corpse paint on. Dimu Bourgier corpse yeah. paint going on. <laughs> Fuck me, man. <laughs> um Gorgoroth going on over there. Mm-hmm. Love it. Um then we got Lucha Bros versus Andrade and Roosh. That match is going to fucking bang. Yeah. It's a um, Texas tornado match too. Oh my god, that's those are the matches I play on uh when I play 2K. Mm-hmm. I every tag team match is a is a tornado match cuz I'm not fucking tagging. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want to do it. Um then we have Jade Open Challenge. That's fun. Mm-hmm. I like Jade Open Challenges. And it, you know that like Athena and Chris Statlander are going to try to do it and Stokely's going to put a stop to that cuz she's still doing the thing where she's ducking them. Yeah, good stuff. Um, interesting little tweet I saw before I came on. Um, I saw a tweet from, I guess, somebody, some random person tweeted that uh, something like, anybody who thinks that the Bucks are ac- are actually burying FTR or ducking them in real life um, is is crazy or something like that. And and uh, Dave Meltzer said, oh, yeah, that's like uh, the type of people who believe Alex Jones and, and stuff like that. And then Dax came came on and said, Dave, with all due respect, shut the fuck up. <laughs> he's, he said, uh, unless you get unless you get two sides of the story, don't say shit or something like that. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, God damn. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, I 
I hope you these I hope these boys are working. <laughs> I hope they are too. He <laughs> said, Dave, with all due respect, shut the fuck up. <laughs> I was like, Dax is the fucking funniest person on the face. Mm-hmm. I love that man. I love him. He's so honest in everything he does. It's great. And he knows how to work on online and in social media, which I really, really like. Mm-hmm. Um, and he was the one that revealed that uh, Cornette's whole thing is him working, which I loved. Yeah. <laughs> I told you about that, right? Yeah, you did. Yeah. I still think Cornette's working yeah, himself right. into a shoot, though. But Oh, so sometimes I'm sure he is. But yeah, it was just funny. It was Tony Khan saying that, oh, he's like, uh, Jim Cornette would be upset that uh, the direct inspiration for the music for you guys came from came from his tag team. And then Dax said, like, oh, don't worry about that. That's just his character. That's He's just working. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like, oh, that's great. <laughs> he, he just blew up his spot there. Mm-hmm. He's like, he doesn't actually give a shit. <laughs> um, which I've always thought was the case. Because he's a kayfabe is king guy, right? Yeah. He couldn't even get out of a car to pick up his fucking takeout. Yeah. Burger King or whatever back in the day. All right. So I guess we'll call it. It was a good episode. Go watch. This was it was a good episode. Let's go mm-hmm. watch. Let's go watch AEW. <laughs>